Today's guest is Vyom Bhatia, an 18-year-old machine learning engineer at Ku India. He is one of the coolest person I have ever met on LinkedIn. In this episode, Vyom talks about machine learning, artificial intelligence, his exciting projects and internships, and his LinkedIn journey. Why not? He has around 10,000 followers on LinkedIn. So this is Vyom Bhatia on Canopy Pod. We believe in delving deep into the unknown. Hey Vyom, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. What about you? Yeah, I'm perfectly fine. So, man, uh, did I just pronounce your name properly? It's is it Vyom or Vyom? Like, I mean, uh, if you if you pronounce it Vyom, I'll be fine. If you pronounce it Vyom, I'll be fine because majority of my childhood have been bullied as by calling Vyom. It's not Vyom, it's Vyom. So. I personally prefer Vyom, but I, otherwise, you can just call me whatever you want. So, you know what? Uh, I created my LinkedIn account a couple of months ago and I'm using it now. Like, I'm active in it on now. So, uh, one day LinkedIn suggested me a post uh, that was yours, grabbed the attention of my eyes. So, uh, I went through the post and it was like awesome. Okay, I don't remember the post, what exactly it was, okay. because you, okay. you post a lot of cool stuff, stuff every day. So yeah, uh, what does it actually mean, your name? It means infinity. I mean, that's what I tell everyone and they just believe me. <laughs> but it actually means uh, sky. It means uh, Antariksh. It, it means space. 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 Yeah. Okay, cool. So flipping into our podcast, man, uh, I, I just divided this podcast into two sections. One is how it started, like your journey and all, and how it is going. So... Uh, like just a typical monotonous icebreaker for two like undergrads meeting for the first time online. Two bros meeting for the first time. <laughs> two freshers at due meeting for the first time. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what like what were your subjects in higher high, high school, higher secondary school? Like I expect it to be yeah. I expect to be PCM. <laughs> no, no way. No. What? I, no, I I did not have PCM. I had humanities with maths and maths was completely, absolutely just, it just happened for no good reason. I, I wasn't going to have maths either. For the oh first two years of, uh, Dude, like yeah. exceptional. I thought you were some science or engineering dude, like doing machine learning stuff. No, man. No, <laughs> like, man. I mean, I mean, anyone can do machine learning. It doesn't really yeah. depend on the degree or the skill which you have, right? Yeah. Uh, I had history, I had geography, I had psychology, and of course English. And these were the five subjects I had during the first two weeks. And after the first two weeks of my 11th grade, I switched to maths. I had to like take out psychology. I had to put maths because apparently my parents thought that psychology, having psychology just cuts down on the scope that I'll ever get a job in my life. So they're like, take maths. You'll get a better job. I'm like, fine, I'll take maths. So, awesome. so do you regret it anytime? Like, why did I choose arts over nah. science? Something? No. no, awesome. Like, I, I, I mean, read, yeah, okay, go ahead. So, okay, so 
the background that I come from, it's almost like parents saying IIT, 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 right? Imagine being in eighth grade and being taken to VMC's office, uh, local office in Faridabad and being asked that, hey, can this eighth grade student give test to sit and sit for sit at uh, Vidya Mandir coaching? And you were like, no, he's in eighth grade. He can't do that. Come next year. And the next year, my parents asked me ninth grade, Joe, do you want to go for IIT coaching for engineering? I'm like, next year. They're like, fine, next year. And, then, and as it went on in the 11th grade, I just took humanities. So that was hilarious. So uh, my story is little contrast to yours, man. Like, mm, I only opted for science because of two reasons. One is my parents told me that if you choose my, uh, science now, you will have flexibility later. You can go into like every course you want. Then second thing is I scored very less marks in my 10th grade, especially less in social than math. So I was then able to, you know, Say, say to my parents that I will choose commerce or arts. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I love to uh, read economics and stuff. But yeah, no regrets now. Same as you. I'm loving, kind of loving computers now. So uh, your LinkedIn headline says that you are a machine learning developer. So like, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so like, uh, what is machine learning all about at the first place? Machine learning is all about uh, high school maths, like the maths we, we were taught in 11th and 12th grade. That's it. It's like just knowing some basic formulas and knowing how to code in Python, that's more than sufficient to get you started in machine learning. So, like, the bar is still pretty low. It just sounds really, really massive and really scary. It's not scary at all. It's very easy. No, uh, I'm saying like how it works. I just, I just know it as uh, machine learning is something uh, that Google search engine uses or something. I just know. So, uh, can you give some lucid explanation about le learning machine so that me as well as the listeners could understand this properly? Hmm. Some loose explanation on machine learning. It's almost like, you know, how we are giving we're coding of math mathematical equations, more or less, they are they're more or less related to statistics, right? But what if you have this algorithm, but you want to create a system of algorithms? You want to create a system of algorithms and you want them to, hey, I do not know how to optimize you guys. Here's a problem that I have and I want you to solve this problem, but I can't optimize it for you. You have to optimize yourself. And they're like, fine, we'll train ourselves on it. So we train these models, these machine learning models on these problems. These problems are like very contrasting. They could be image classification. It could be text classification, like telling if this, this sentence is uh, showing angry sentiment or happy sentiment. It could be differentiating between recyclable and non-recyclable uh, images. It could be just predicting the housing prices. Like if I have, like if I, if my house covers this much area, I have two bathrooms. If I, if it's three BHK, or if my uh, kitchen has marble, uh, marble sink, or it has like wooden flooring. So how much would my house sell for? I mean, we humans can do it really well. We can do these things really well. But when you do it for thousands of, it's like thousands of rows of data, right? And when these rows of data, these repetitions go from thousands. And you have these uh, number of cases to take in account. Like, I know my house is this big. I know my house is this many kitchens. But what if I have, like, say, 1 million features about it? I, I can't always, like, get the price right. So that's where machine learning comes in. It learns the patterns. It sees patterns. And it optimizes itself to give out better results. Uh, 
that we can't always do and uh, i would like to conclude about machine learning saying it's very dumb it's like awfully dumb and it really it it it, it is like it's extremely specializing like it can't do general stuff at all it does very specific problems okay that's some interesting like interesting thing so i i kind of hear machine learning and artificial intelligence together so is there any distinction between two or something i mean it's it's a very controversial topic i tried posting more on my linkedin saying hey guys i'll tell you about machine learning deep learning artificial intelligence i was like artificial intelligence is this one big circle and in this one big circle we have uh, machine learning and in this one big circle under machine learning we have deep learning and along with deep learning is another big circle which is reinforcement learning right now people got really pissed off they had their own opinions but from my perspective i'd say that artificial intelligence is an is like the parent category of machine learning okay fine amazing so uh, could you tell me uh, like how could i as a beginner can get into machine learning any kind of road map you wanna provide or something as okay honestly uh, what i have thought of is that people go ahead in their own journeys and they try to do their own thing right and i started off with very basic courses on coursera uh i have like these links posted on my linkedin as well on my profile they're everywhere if someone dms me about i just straight up send them i have it like pinned in my clipboard this one course this this one course by andrew ing it's called machine learning by sanford you don't know maths about machine learning you don't know anything about machine learning you take that course you avoid this prehistoric language uh andrew ing the instructor teaches you and it's called the language is called octave and you just avoid all these programming assignments and just do the theory you'll get a basic gist of what machine learning does and you'll be surprised that the course was too long you learned a lot but most of the things that they teach you in there are outdated basics they are like extremely basic stuff why are they outdated because we are having new research papers come up every few months so the the rate at which research is exploding in machine learning and deep learning it's crazy right but those basics if you want to start that course is best afterwards i'd say that you could go to aicrowd.com uh, or you could go to kaggle.com and these two sites have amazing beautiful handcrafted challenges for you to solve now you'd ask hey i just did that course how am i supposed to jump on the problems you learn to code by looking at code right you copy code line by line you you take this approach of project oriented learning where you don't know anything it's a black box to you but as you get results you try to understand that okay If I say import numpy as np, it means I'm grabbing something from somewhere because if I don't write it, it gives me an error. So that's how I le- I specifically learn to code. It it is a very hazard. It's it's a very hazardous manner, but at the end of the day, it takes time, but it helps you learn a lot. And as you make these projects, you go go ahead. You get into deep learning. For deep learning, there are more courses on Coursera. Deep learning specialization by Andrew Ng. Uh, again. that man does an amazing job of teaching you about the main domains under under uh, deep learning and it could be it is computer vision it is uh, what is it called yeah it's a natural language processing and semantic segmentation and all these stuff and he teaches it very well and as you go forward after you learn machine learning you repeat the process of training getting to know how to code and train models since you know the maths behind it and slowly you pick up your first research paper you read that research paper you grab it and then you ask to yourself what did i gain from it you watch ton of youtube videos 
you learn pytorch from youtube and so it goes on you make these massive machine learning projects and you put them up on linkedin you put them up on twitter you put them up in your portfolio and somebody someday will contact you like hey you do this can you help us with this and that's how the roadmap like takes off fascinating fascinating so you know how did you get into machine learning or how did you know this how did you explore in kind of thing machine learning how did i get into machine learning it's actually a very hilarious story i was supposed to give my geography board exam but i just felt like lazy i'm like hey covid just happened i mean am i really supposed to learn anymore am i really supposed to study anymore this one board exam these guys had and they just because there was 60 cases they had to put a lockdown they just had to mess things up for me well fortunately i didn't have to give that exam since uh, they just took the average of the best of two and they yeah. did the whole thing cbse did that thing yeah. and i was really glad that i didn't have to give the test but here's the thing i had free time i didn't know what to do and i was pretty sure that i was going to fail in boards and uh, so i just picked up python thinking hey i have a very entrepreneurial idea i am going to go and sell these websites to these local shopkeepers after i learn how to code in python i was so i was so freaking stupid i did not know that i need to learn javascript and uh, html and css HTML in order to code the website i need to know mongo db i need to know my sql or sql lite not to do all that stuff and uh, a month went on after i was done like reading about all this stuff and guess what i realized i can't do that anymore why bro because websites already do that wix.com does that godaddy does that for free and they don't ask you to code up websites right they just give you a whole platform to arrange your website anyone can do that my brain went like but yeah sure they are not aware about it so you can probably go and still sell them but i was afraid it was wrong so i was like what's the next worst thing i can do about it learn machine learning okay cool it's it's, it's hilarious like it was completely out of it's chance awesome, man, there was a way i could sell websites i wouldn't be into machine learning at all yeah but but it is like something you know what i did i did was nothing you know i started watching a lot of movies a lot of web series and never did something productive or i never thought of learning something new wow rca sigma sigma or something i didn't even get the get that motivation So yeah, as you uh, now like before you uh, talked about this AI crowd projects and all. So I have also seen this in LinkedIn that you have done a lot of cool projects and internships maybe. Yeah. So uh, like, uh, can you share the overall experience of what you have done? I I mean I'm actually in crisis mode right now. If you ask me about like what am I going to do with machine learning and uh, these gigs that i've had and uh, what's what's going forward because i don't know life is just right now life is taking a u turn into marketing for some reason and i'm like what's happening i was an ml dude yesterday and uh, so give you an overview i was the first internship that i had i was approached by this very kind gentleman named vishal and he didn't approach me for an internship he said hey vyom i keep i see it was in it was back in october last year 2020 october right it had been almost 6 months that i had started learning machine learning less than 6 months maybe 5 months or 4 months and he was like i've seen your posts on linkedin and i i didn't like have a really large following or like interact i didn't interact with a lot of people then but he still found me he's like i want you to do a seminar on my platform and i'll pay you 1500 rupees 
I was like 1500 rupees bro and uh, my brain just went psych it was like hey you weren't going to have those 1500 rupees anyway so what I'll suggest is that you ask him if there's a problem that you could solve using AI for him and I asked him is there anything I can help you with he went like what is there something that I can help you with let me think what can you do I feel that there are a lot of hate comments when seminars are going on. What if we build AI models to solve that problem, to filter out these uh, these hate comments? And it's like, let's hop on a call. And I hopped on a call. We talked for and talked for almost an hour. And then we decided, hey, Vyom, fine, I'll hire you. For the next four weeks, you're going to work on this project of creating an AI model that can target and grab hate speech. Like, yes let's go and uh, again the first internship i had literally was after i turned down an offer by the same man who wanted who eventually ended up hiring me after that the second i actually had a, had a previous internship offer as well from a startup from a stealth startup but they just rescinded because they felt like we already have a lot of people working and boom, your skills are good but we aren't looking for any people right now and it was the first rejection i've ever had and i went ahead after this first internship the second one came and into play and i was like what am i really doing with life and i'm like i have the skill i know how to classify hate speech that project the previous project has been done it's completed it's finalized so i thought which social media platform has hate speech and how can i solve it then comes into play miraki miraki uh, is an app is basically an app for poets to speak their words and like to speak and to basically write these beautiful uh, poetic images and messages, right? And uh, I was in touch with the co-founder and I just asked her like, hey, what? why aren't you guys using GPT-3? And we had this full-blown conversation about how AI is going to replace uh, these, uh, what, what you call as what, sheriffs. What was that? GP or something? GPT-3. What is that? GPT-3. GPT-3 is an AI model created by Open OpenAI. OpenAI is basically uh, Elon Musk's Elon Musk. toy yeah, project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So not toy project. It is, it is like one of his ventures, right? It's a it's a non-government organization. It's an NGO, but they still profit somehow. They have like another division for profit, and their for-profit division released this massive model, massive model called GPT-3, which had like hundreds of billions of parameters, which is like crazy, which is massive. Like you can't train it on your four gigabytes RAM laptop. I can't do that at home. They they train like models for like several days, months, and they created this massive AI model. And when it came time to release it to the public, they were like, no, 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 no. This model is too scary. It will be misused by people. It's too dangerous to release it. I'm like fine. So they were giving out these beta programs, and we were talking about how to get access to these beta programs. And I was actually already in one of those beta programs. I had access to this GPT-3 model and she was intrigued, intrigued by it. So she ended up hiring me. We worked for two months and uh, yeah, we worked on algorithms around how to like catch hate speech. And then we worked on some AI models, but eventually my project there was done as well. They had their model and it was time for me to move on to something new. So then comes the part for the third internship, uh, the third internship. I think it started around when I was doing uh, stuff with Miraki only and uh, they just approached me for being a community manager at uh, AI Crowd and I said yes, why not? So it was completely unrelated with ML but the platform that they chose me to be a community manager of, they 
were an ML, ML the, the, it's a platform that hosts ML challenges. AI Crowd is a platform that hosts ML challenges. So that was fun. The fourth internship I got, fourth or fifth, I don't know. I think it's the fourth one, right? The fourth one that I got was clearly by a chance. I just mailed one of the founders saying that, hey, your platform is really cool. Can I help you with respect to hate speech? And this, I'm talking, I, I'm talking about who. Who app is basically this this app which which came in Atmanirbhar apps uh, okay. and was like promoted by Narendra Modi and, and stuff. So uh -huh. it was it, it is it was a huge deal. It had like what approximately 5.5 million users and it was a Twitter rival. So I just felt hey these guys must have must have hate speech and so I just hopped on and yeah. So that was oh, the history so of my business. Like I mean it's always this, about this asking. No one see the problem with people is that they want things handed to them. They want they don't want to go out there and ask. They want to, they don't they just don't want to indulge into indulge with people. They want to sit there, they want to uh, comment and trust it. And I'm not saying they're doing a wrong thing. I'm just saying it's not the most efficient thing, right? You can be yeah. typing interested on a hundred posts of recruiters. They might look into you, they might look at your resume, but at the end of the day, they aren't in personal touch, right? But when yeah. you DM them, when you ask them, when you tell them that, hey, you have this problem and I'm here to solve it, things change. They give you, they, they care more about you. They give a shit that, hmm, this person wants to solve a problem. Thus, I will hire him. Not, not because they sent me a resume. I'm not saying resumes are bad and whatever the other people are doing is bad. It's cool as well, but it's not the most efficient approach. Right. Okay. okay. So within a span of... A year, maybe you did a lot of things. I'm like mm -hmm. highly inspired by you. Like I will also do some. I will also learn some things. I will also like approach in the way you have did. So I I think uh, you are the one of the coolest person I ever met on LinkedIn. I was pretty I astonished. Uh, I was pretty much astonished. Like when I got to know about uh, like you have around ten thousand followers on LinkedIn. That's something I haven't be... reached 10,000 followers yet. Man. Yeah, just <laughs> okay. That that is something. Yeah, yeah 9,500 something. Yeah, leave it. Just that is something to be proud of, man. You know, I uh, so how when and how did it all begin? How did you uh, found this app? No, not found. How did you like explore this app LinkedIn? And how did you think that I should post some content on it and things? What do you like? And also, what do you like the most about LinkedIn? Mm, so how did I get started with LinkedIn? Well, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is this entrepreneur, this Belarusian American entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you might have heard of him. He, he calls himself Gary V and he's an Instagram YouTuber. influencer. Uh, achha, yeah, okay. YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. And he has these motivational videos and stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. Gary has a lot of those motivational videos. But when you cut through the bullshit and you find the actual gold is where he talks about marketing like all these philosophies i have around marketing yes i have read books on marketing yes i have read books about around like consumer psychologies and stuff but his approach is very best because it's genuine it's authentic and all he said was hey if you're watching this video right now i want you to go ahead and make a, a linkedin account and post five times a day i'm like why because this will help you grow i'm like why would i do that I had free time, so I just made a, made a LinkedIn account. I did not use it for the first three months at all. And my first follower was my uncle who works at Medtronic. And 
yeah i think uh, i started like getting serious about linkedin in last uh, it was probably around october yeah it was around october when i actually got serious like hey i have a couple of thousand followers but that's fine by me i'm not looking at those statistics i'm not looking at how many followers or connections that i have initially it was very charging like when will i get 500 plus connections i just wanted that little 500 plus connections over yeah i have 500 plus connections but what after it there's no use to it you're not using those connections you're not talking to every single person there's no use to it so that's how it started guy vinachak said go on linkedin nam i was a religious follower so i just went on to linkedin started posting started posting about my projects started talking to a shit ton of people and they realized that hmm we have we have had a great conversation and eventually slowly i built a community i do not know how it happened <laughs> I still can't digest the fact that I have a I have a, this this really really amazing these awesome people in the community who interact with all sorts of all sorts of stuff I have to say it could be about crypto it could be about taxes or machine learning in general and they're hopping into the conversation and that's what I love right connecting with people talking to them that's really fun yeah so yeah. that's how i started linkedin i had literally no intentions at all but linkedin also brought me most of my internships wow. like all like yeah all of my internships in internships in fact nice compelling yeah so yeah that's it you know uh, and and one more thing i have observed that you post a lot of content cool content you know any post of yours is something and valuable you- something i can learn from i guess yeah so how do you get this consistency and how do you get the motivation to be consistent basically yeah mm. what's your drive well i i i have no reason i can leave everything see uh, ashwik i can leave everything i have right now i can deactivate my account and i have no i will have no regrets whatsoever at all why because uh, i'm in a stable place i am i'm working at a company that absolutely adores everyone that works under them and uh, i'm talking about air cloud of course air cloud is a fantastic place to work honestly it's, it's just super cool and uh, i have everything in life so if i cut things out if i cut linkedin out completely it wouldn't affect me i'll just miss a lot of people i'm i'm talking to every single day i'll miss providing these all these list of courses to those people and that is something that i'll miss but i won't regret starting all over again because i'd love to do that so you ask me like don't don't what's your drive like what makes you consistent i'm just i'm just telling you right now i don't have a goal inside 10000 followers is not a goal 5000 connections is never a goal or uh, i don't know getting getting to getting to talk on ashwik's uh, canopy pod is not the goal but it's a process it's like waking up every morning and say hey i saw that meme on reddit i'm going to post on uh, linkedin and see it blow it up and people laughing at it or hey i realized that you can't you can do machine learning even though you don't know maths sneaky little tip but uh, i don't i don't suggest that it's a bad idea honestly in the long term it hurts you but okay. uh, i found that idea i posted people get outraged you know what are you telling them i'm like a secret tip indeed and those conversations that's what drives me the process drives me more than the end goal wait so many of them uh, nowadays especially do things to like 
don't want to uh, give some value or something they just want to showcase you know increase their reach or something like that but you are a little bit different little not not a little bit you are like totally different so um man you are a 18 year old 18 year old right yeah i'm 18 years old yeah, yeah. so machine you haven't missed my birthday yet don't worry <laughs> so yeah you are an 18 year old machine learning developer you are pretty much visible to many people on linkedin in this pandemic situation currently what all are you doing anything new like what are you working on i am i'm really into i think that uh, the prices of platinum are going to surge very soon i am into investing into i i have invested a few thousand rupees into platinum and palladium because etfs platinum and palladium etfs so i'd say that i've started to get interested into investing a little bit okay i'm trying to learn more and more about uh, you know crypto i've like taken okay. out chunks out of my day to learn about ethereum like how is it working am i in the early stage i'm more interested in like getting to know about the use of ethereum more than investing and seeing my money blow up right so apart from that uh, what else do i do in the pandemic i read i read i read a lot of books i read about i read or i use audio books to save time sometimes i i'm into weightlifting i have like a set of weights uh, in my cupboard and i try to maintain okay. consistency i lift weights i used to cycle but now my cycle has given up on me because i think i took it too far yeah okay. i tried cycling at very very high speeds into the middle of the road and the chain was like dude what the hell and <laughs> it just gave up on me i have so, no idea it's just blowing it in the back and uh, i'm also business uh, like i am also business major i am studying bms bachelor's in management studies which sounds like almost like hotel management and uh, yeah hotel management is cool but bms is cooler bms is more like an mba kind of a mini mba kind of a course it's a little okay. new course in du mm-hmm. uh, you can gain entry into it via the simple entrance test called du jat like yeah. it's fun right yeah. and i'm doing uh, i don't have a majors really i don't have a majors yet and we study all sorts of stuff like organizational behavior statistics economics and so on i mean i should have a basic idea of what's happening in college and i try to have some and yeah so this doing the, all the stuff cool cool so how is it going like uh, business ma- majors bms and machine learning how do you connect it like you know you don't you don't acha you don't, you don't. <laughs> so see the thing mm-hmm. about machine learning uh, is that i mean think about all of these things like machine learning and community management marketing mm-hmm. as well as my degree is that they are not interconnected in any way i could go ahead and take what uh, in my third year i could switch my majors to marketing and that would make sense yeah right this guy yeah. likes marketing that's yeah. why he is in marketing and uh, i'd say you don't have to have everything integrated in your life that you went to a bmc in order to get in get into engineering in order to get into an iit and now you're studying python so that you can get a job 5 years later i don't think i don't really see i'm not going to give you that bullshit ideology of what if i'm i'm dead tomorrow because we all know that there's a pretty good chance of me surviving tomorrow and today right yeah all i'm saying is i just don't know what what i'm going to do uh, in the next 6 months what i'm going to do in the next year interesting and a lot of people are not like 
visas don't want to accept it. They just want to keep on working long term. Sure, go ahead. But in my opinion, I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I don't have anything connected. I'll just okay. try a lot of things, see what works out. Nice. So what is this dude's dumb shit? I have watched it. Like I have seen it on your LinkedIn page. You know, the banner. What you call? Yeah. What you call it? Yeah. It's Do. a LinkedIn banner, right? Acha. Okay. Yeah. So what is it all so, about? What is that? It sounds like I mean, do epic shit that uh, Angur Varikus. Some yeah. Quote or something. <laughs> 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 Me actually, uh, I I felt a lot of people might think that I took it from him. I'm like, let's see, just do it taken. Um, just do taken by uh Will Smith's son. What was his name? Uh, Jaden Smith. He has this company, Just Water, and that uh, I think that that is taken. Okay. And then I asked myself, do dumb shit isn't taken by anyone. Like no one has it. Uh-huh. Do epic shit is taken by an uncle. Yeah, I'll just I'll just I'll just pick this up because no one owns it. So I just picked cool. it up and I yeah, cool. that's how I did it. Yeah. So you recently started your own podcast. What is it about yeah. and what's how you you know how you actually set it up set it up or something like that? Okay. So I mean, I started my podcast uh, with the with zero expectations. I I wasn't like expecting any. Listeners to it, even though I might post about it every once in a while, I don't expect mm-hmm. any listeners. Okay. It's just a repository of all these conversations I have. I've had with these amazing people, right? See, yeah. uh, for example, yeah. you uh, you can be using this podcast to become a more knowledgeable person, like have exactly. a better idea about what other people are doing. And uh, my main goal is to just have a just just have the perspective, like what I think, what do they think about the industry. Or uh, what do they think about where AI is going in the next few years? I've had uh, I've had Narendra, Mr. Narendra Shukla. He is an amazing man. He mm-hmm. is uh, he is uh, he's like at, he's like the chief research officer at a startup incubator. And mm-hmm. I've had my friend Siddharth. He is a product manager. I mean, he was a product manager at uh, Redscape, and uh, and he's also like 19 years old. So we 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 like we connect on that level. Like we can discuss like what's ahead. What mm-hmm. does the industry expect from us? So that's really fun. He also he also works in IT, so that's fun. Using podcasts in order to educate yourself is the biggest flex. Yeah. You could be looking for users. You could be looking for listeners. And uh-huh. I'd say don't look at the statistics. I mean, the last time I checked my uh, last to last time I checked uh, my Anchor app statistics was like uh-huh. months ago. I I stopped checking. I had no reason to check it. I'm like it exists, cool. but do uh-huh. I really care about it? Is it the metric that I'm looking at? The metric I was looking at was one person talk to them. Mm-hmm. It helps you gain value that you can provide other people on LinkedIn later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just take just of those conversations and put it up on LinkedIn. Ask me like, hey, this person said this. Maybe you can use that. Providing value is fun. It feels satisfying to provide value. Thank you. So. Yeah. One of the thing that scares the people is we are creating something like which would be smarter than us, and it will uh, like replace us like in some robot movies if we watch, so if we see. Is that something we should concern about? Like, what's the power and f- future of AI and machine learning? Honestly, I'm not the right person to answer this question. Thinking like, hey, what am I really doing? I mean. you you are a machine learning engineer uh, 
at a company. I mean, you should know about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of theories. Elon Musk says, hey, we all are going to die. Stephen Hawking said, hey, we all are going to die. Yeah. But Elon Musk has this beautiful ideology with respect to this. I know he does a lot of dumb shit. He, he pops up uh, crypto stocks and then drops them for no good reason. And a lot of people lose their livelihoods. But uh, and he's also a billionaire, uh, evil villain, billionaire CEO of Tesla. But uh, he says that in order to survive AI, we have to be in a symbiotic relationship with it. Okay. One cannot function without the other. Right. It's almost like the algae has no reason to eat up a whale because the algae gets exposure. I mean, that's not the right ideology. But all I'm saying is that. Mm-hmm. It's potato potato. Two symbiotic beings use each other to gain more strength. Okay. And uh, I mean, there are a lot of theories, there are a lot of conspiracy theories, there are a lot of uh, like useless scares, uh, like scare uh, people being scared about what's going to happen with AI. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if we are in a symbiotic relationship, just mm-hmm. like Elon Musk said, we are we are pretty much safe. Okay. So he he talks he talks big about a uh, neural link, right? So you've heard of neural link, right? Yeah, yeah. So all the what they did was like they put chips inside of pigs' uh, heads uh, and their ears, and what they did was inserted these small wires into their brains' electrodes. Uh, like mm-hmm. they inserted electrodes into the pigs' heads, and they gathered these electrical impulses, and they had them drawn over graphs, right? These two D graphs, and then they trained deep learning models, these artificial intelligence models, to predict these graphs. Okay. Which means that if a pig is walking, you can predict his function, what he's mm-hmm. thinking, just by looking at the brain waves, the impulses that the uh, the brain is sending, and this way you could basically train a model and put it inside of a bionic limb, and that limb would be controlled by the by the pig's brain because that AI model is being able to exactly accurately predict what's what the brain is thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool, and this way I'm saying. They could start recreating themselves. They could start building massive weapons. AI could arm itself. Two AI chatbots can start talking to each other and decide that humanity is useless and kill everyone. Mm-hmm. But look at all the innovation happening around. It's it's crazy the innovation happening just by accepting that we need to be symbiotic, right? Yeah. So another thing that really think hard is that artificial general intelligence is the shit, not artificial intelligence. Okay. I told you in the in the starting also that machine learning is stupid. It's awfully stupid. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it does very specialized things. It tells you whether two uh, two peculiar uh, SLF planktus. I'm just may- making up the names, of course. Uh, pancreatic cancers. Uh, if this if this cell is uh, actually a cancer cell or not. And fine, mm-hmm. but can you pick that mug up for me and then write? A check to my driver so that he can go ahead and put it into the bank. No, it no. can. No, yeah. you can. This is we are not living in Marvel. We are not living in Iron Man's den, right? <laughs> that is the future, but it's not here yet. It will take decades for us to get there. Okay. You can predict the housing prices, but that AI model can't predict mug unless these researchers, these massive researchers and uh, MIT and these massive Ivy League universities mm-hmm. go ahead and teach these. Little hands by using reinforcement learning. We are very far away from artificial and general intelligence, and that's where humans have the edge. We have common sense; they don't. They don't. Yeah. Plus, uh, we also have like we're like we're like consciously aware of our environment. Like we know that we exist, that there is an I. 
computer doesn't think that at all. Yeah. Okay, man, that was something interesting. So I would like to know about you more personally, but for now I'm providing links to your LinkedIn and podcast and everything so that many people could know about you and your things. What you are doing right now is something like you are, uh, for example, see me, I'm just, uh, I was in this like one year, I wasted this uh, one year, like doing some useless things maybe yeah some some things have been good but some things are like waste uh, like so i could i uh, when i saw your linkedin i thought man he's cool first of all and second thing i uh, got to know that you do a lot of exploration kind of thing maybe if you are yeah, thinking about something i guess i guess i personally guess that you'll google that and how it works you'll get to know how it works like what all happens behind the screens and stuff that's something amazing so yeah any signing off notes to the listeners you would like to i'd say that if you if you feel that you've wasted time don't be harsh on yourself i mean you've been very harsh on yourself man <laughs> don't be harsh on yourself because if yeah. you are being harsh on yourself right now for wasting time your body your brain will automatically start to punish you for wasting time instead of rewarding you for working you'll be more focused on not wasting time instead being more focused on making sure that your time is rightly utilized do you get me it's like yeah. you know how we give a person two choices the carrot and the stick like i'll hit you with a stick and the other choices if you do this i'll give you a carrot if you don't i'll hit you with a stick so our brain has like always has these two choices and has to pick from one if we are being too harsh on ourselves from wasting time well, we're focusing more on the stick. I'm saying focus more and more on the carrot. carrot. Okay. And do shit. Just do things. Yeah. Fine. Awesome. Awesome.